Who here is a fan of ABBA? Super Troopers. Fuck, but I don't know the rest of it. But it's uh, the only thing that comes to mind when I'm thinking of Super Troopers. Because you know what? I've never seen the original Super Troopers. And because the second one's coming out to digital uh, this coming week, I thought I'd go ahead, bite the bullet, and check it out for the first time. Since throughout my life, there have been many, many references to the movie. Uh, as kids my own age or what have you would make jokes and it just wouldn't click with me because I'd never seen the movie uh, why hadn't I ever seen the movie well that has more to do with you know being in, in a household that just is really strict on the movies that they let their kids watch uh Regardless, it never came around to it. I never actually got around to watching it until now. So, I mean, there were certain things that I expected to see out of the movie. Um, things that I've heard about. But not a ton, so... So what is Super Troopers? If you haven't watched it, what's it about? It's, it's about a group of highway state troopers who uh, like their hijinks and their pranks, um, but they are in a feud with local police because they have different turfs, but there's one case that they're both working on that has to do with a drug bust of marijuana and the murder of some woman that seems to be random, and it's all related. And both of these cops are working on the same case. So they keep on butting head to head. And the basic goal of the movie is just... Whoever cracks everything open at the end. Um, and that's what it's going for. Who's the better cop? Uh, but for the most part, it's not really focusing on that. Because it's focusing much more on just hijinks and, and things of the nature. Uh, first... You know, the first things that I noticed when watching this was it's not as dumb humor as I imagine it would be. While it certainly has dumb humor in it, it's not a quote-unquote dumb humor movie. It's got a lot of stuff on there that's actually kind of relatable, kind of believable. Um, so that's probably the main thing that surprised me while watching it. Well, what did I think about the movie? Well, let's get into it. Um, like before, I'm going to tell you my final score, and then I will break it down for you and go through all the different categories. Those categories, once again, are people, writing, BTS, narrative arc, entertainment, and of course the customized uh, specialty category that I wrote specifically for the movie A Hand. Alright, so... Let's get, go ahead and start off with the people category. Alright, the people category goes over five subcategories. As usual, those subcategories are acting, characters, casting, importance, and their chemistry with one another. In case you have forgotten, the way that I score this is pretty simple. It's either zero stars, one star, or two out of two stars for each of these subcategories. And it's pretty simple. If I rate it zero, 
that means it's specifically or noticeably bad in this specific subgenre. If I rate it 2 out of 2, it's pretty simple that something noticeably happened that was good, something was memorable, something stood out. And if I rated it 1 out of 2, it's basically neither here or there, it's forgettable, it's what you expect, it's fine, it's just not a, uh, you know, above and beyond. So first off, we look at the acting. Like many comedies like it, the acting is just fine. It's, it's not anything that's ever great, nor is it ever trying to be great. It's just trying to be funny. So as far as the acting goes, it's basically what I expected. So I'm going to give that one out of two possible stars. Character-wise, I think this is a very character-heavy film. Um, I can't say that I loved the characters, and I think within time, it'll be easy enough to forget some of them. Maybe not all of the characters, but certainly some of the characters are like, eh, it could be better. But it is a very important and integral part of how the movie progresses, so I have to give this two out of two possible stars. Casting-wise, interestingly enough, most of the cast members here, you know, are, are mostly unknown actors. Even by today's standards, I don't recognize basically anybody. Brian Cox, maybe, but, like, most of them, eh, And they all do a great job. And because of that, because they are unknowns, they sort of fit the role better than anybody else could in my opinion so for this I will give casting two out of two possible stars importance wise I think that everybody mostly blends in together when it comes down to the actual plot direction of the film each and every character has their own you know reason for being there they have their own history they have their own Things that are going on in their lives and I guess that's important to them and that's fine and dandy but if you got rid of some of those interactions the movie would still stand exactly the same and nothing would change that's because none of these interactions none of these familial relationships that these people have in their own lives really make a huge difference to the actual direction of the movie. So for that, I'm going to give importance one out of two possible stars. Chemistry-wise, uh, beyond the relationship between the highway cop and the local cop, chemistry isn't a huge thing. I guess you could probably argue that it is, since uh, this is a cop family, and all the family act very well together, and they fit well together, and I do see that. But at the same time, I also don't think this is a chemistry-rich film in which they are focusing so much on chemistry. It's either that they have it or they don't. They might have it, but it wouldn't really matter to the movie, I don't think, if they didn't as much as they did. It, in other words, it wasn't f trying to be chemistry heavy. So for this, I'm also going to give it one out of two possible stars. So the people category gets seven 
out of 10 possible stars so far in the final score. Moving on, we're going to take a look at the writing category. And once again, the writing category has five subcategories of its own. Okie doke, the writing category goes over five subcategories of its own, and those subcategories are the dialogue, the balance of the film, the depth of the story, its originality, and how interesting it is. So, I think when it comes down to how the movie was made, I think a big portion of it came down to how it was written, because this is a comedy, and... So a big part of that is the dialogue, and the first thing I'm going to be talking about is the dialogue. So, I think a lot of the strength came from the dialogue. It's, it's very comedic when it came down to how people talk, what they say, how they deliver their lines, and the like. The dialogue definitely did a great job. It stood out. It really is what made this movie what it is today it, it's how it made it kind of a cult classic pretty much it seemed to be an immediate classic as well when i was watching it doesn't it seems to be timeless in a way uh, and i'll get to that later but the dialogue for sure two out of two possible stars next up balance how was the balance of the film was it over convoluted was there too many characters was there too many locations in this case no it was a very simplistic mystery comedy when it came down to two people trying to go for the same goal and that stays throughout the movie it never gets confusing it never goes over your head it's it is what it is the balance perfectly balanced two out of two possible stars as far as story depth goes i can't really say it's a deep or meaningful story or it holds any kind of nice message it's just pure fun, pure comedy. So as far as story depth goes, I gotta give that zero out of two possible stars because who cares at this point, right? Originality? I do think that this is pretty original, even by today's standards. Sure, after this came out, there was Reno 911, and then there was Brooklyn 99, and it just comes down to comedic cops just having fun with life. Uh, but at the time that this came out, 2001, it was super original, and like I said, even by today's standards, I, I won't get too deep into it, but it still does hold some originality. So two out of two possible stars for that. Finally, how interesting was it? Now this came, came down to before and during my actual experience watching it. How interesting was it before I saw it? How interested was I in seeing it? Pretty interested. I think that for the most part it did its job in luring me to watch it because I've always kind of been curious and it's been out for you know however long it's been out for 17 years or so um, and actually by watching it I was pretty interested in what was going on and I was having fun while watching it so definitely with interesting two out of two possible stars if we add up all that the writing category gets eight out of ten possible stars eight percent if we add the writing and the people so far we get 15 out of 20 possible stars so far next 
we're going to be looking at BTS behind the scenes, which of course goes into five more subcategories. Stick around! So unlike the writing category, when they were thinking up Super Troopers, I highly doubt a big portion of the planning stages really involved much of the behind the scenes stuff. This stuff was mostly what I could tell, mostly just quickly strewn together. But then again, that's what you come to find with a lot of comedies these days. So the five subcategories that you find with behind the scenes are the visuals, the cinematography, which are two different things, the editing, the advertisement, and the music and sound. Okay, when it comes down to the visuals, what do you expect to find? Just typical comedy filmed stuff. And the visuals are fine. There's nothing that stands out. It's just what you expect. One out of two possible stars. When it comes down to the cinematography, this is different than the visuals because this is specifically camera work where they're deciding on how they use the camera. Are they doing long shots? Are they doing quick shots? Uh, are they having interesting angles? Are they doing interesting, you know, techniques all around? Stuff that stands out. You'd be surprised at how often you will notice when the person behind the camera is doing such an amazing job setting up the scene. In this case, the cinematography was average. Basically, if you, if you got the script today and the director said, okay, let's film this sequence, he gives you the camera, you point it, they film it, this is basically how it would come out because there's no real compelling or challenging way that they use the camera. So cinematography, average, normal, one out of two possible stars. Same can basically be said about the editing. It's not really an editing heavy, heavily needed movie. It's just a comedy. When, it, when you break it down to its bare bones, it's just a comedy that doesn't need any heavy or surprising or fascinating editing. So as far as editing goes, normal, average, what you'd expect. One out of two possible stars. Advertisement, I do think that this is as advertised. I don't think there was any false advertisement on my end. So from this, I'm saying two out of two possible stars. As for music and sound, nothing really stood out for me. I'm not listening to any soundtrack. Uh, it's just, once again, what you would expect from a comedy. One out of two possible stars. If we add up all those points, we get six out of ten possible stars for the behind the scenes category so if we add up all those points again we have 21 out of 30 possible stars well, going right along our next category is the narrative arc and of course the narrative arc has five subcategories of its own as well Narrative arc has five subcategories of its own, and these you should probably be aware of. These, of course, are the introduction, the inciting incident, the obstacles, the climax, and the falling action, otherwise known as the resolution. Um, so these th five things should be found in 
any good story, a lot of uh, critics will watch a movie and they'll talk about the first, second, and third act, but I like to break it down more classically and talk about the actual narrative structure. Uh, the introduction does a good job of introducing you to this world of highway patrolmen who uh, have a lot of fun with the job that they have, so it does a perfect job there to have two possible stars. The inciting incident is basically when they find their first quote-unquote clue as to what's going on. That's the dead body and the drugs and basically the bad guys that are against them are the local troopers. So those, that that instance is the inciting incident. It's it's what changes everything. That's the two, uh, two possible stars as well. The obstacles... It's kind of a mystery, so there's a lot of things that they run into along the way that either thwarts them or helps them in their, you know, investigation. So the obstacles certainly gets two out of two possible stars. The climax feels bigger and uh, better than everything else. It all comes to a head. Uh, definitely has two out of two possible stars as far as the following action does it calm down and return to a new sense of norm that is different than how the movie began yes it does um so that has two out of two possible stars i won't get into the climax or the following action so much since you know i don't want to spoil anybody but overall this was a perfectly perfect narrative structure 10 out of 10 possible stars for that which adds everything up so far for the subtotal to a subtotal to 31 out of 40 possible stars. Next up, we're looking at the entertainment score, which has five subcategories of its own. All right, let's try this a third time. The entertainment category. I don't know why it is not taking my recording. It is starting to aggravate me. The entertainment category has five subcategories as usual. Those five subcategories are if the movie is rewatchable, if you have a fun experience while watching, if you have any impulse to buy it or own it, uh, if you have any impulse to talk about it, like if you want to run off to somebody and say, hey, you gotta check out this movie, uh, and if it sucks the audience in. Alright, the reason why this is such an important category is because it's probably the most important category for any comedy. If you don't if you're if you don't find yourself entertained by a comedy, there's something wrong with the movie itself. And to be truth be told, any modern comedy has this problem at least in danger of having this problem. Alright, so first off, is the movie rewatchable? Definitely. Um, I, I definitely think that this is one of those movies that you could watch multiple times and get something different out of it each and every time. It's one of those instant classic films that is easily quotable um, and something that you could be proud of. One of the, maybe a guilty pleasure. Maybe one of those. So, rewatchable, definitely two out of two possible stars. Fun experience. If nothing else, this is a fun movie. Yeah, you know, let's get rid of all the technical faults that it may or may not have. It is a fun movie. Two out of two possible stars for that. Do I have an impulse to buy it or own it? I have an impulse to own it, otherwise known as I wouldn't mind owning it. I wouldn't mind receiving this as a gift. 
However, um, I don't see myself getting out there and actually purchasing the movie. So whenever that happens, I have to give it half points and say one out of two possible stars. One out of two. Uh, impulse to talk about it? Uh, I don't really see myself rushing off to somebody saying, hey, have you seen this movie? Hey, you gotta see this movie. It's great. It's intelligent. It's funny. It's classic. And even if I feel like th these things towards the movie, it doesn't mean I need to tell anybody else about it. I just might enjoy it myself. And this is one of those weird occasions where it's fine. I'm fine enjoying it by myself and not telling anybody about it. So for this, zero out of two possible stars. Sucking the audience in, I would say it would have easily sucked me in a little bit more if the actual case that they were working on was interesting. I think for the most part, the mystery, the case that the film is completely focused on is, for lack of a better word, kind of boring. It's literally a placeholder just for the film format to continue. It's, it, it mostly just wants to focus on the dialogue, on the characters, on the atmosphere, on the comedy, and less about what they're actually doing, what the case they're actually working on, because the case that they're actually working on isn't all that great. It's not that original or interesting. It just is what it is. And because of that, I have to say, for sucking the audience in, one out of two possible stars. So if we add up everything, we get six out of ten possible stars for the entertainment category. And don't worry about that score. Six out of ten is more than perfectly entertaining. For, for my scoring methods, five would have been perfectly entertaining. 10 is stuff that blows me out of the water and ha needs <laughs> I need to recuperate. I wouldn't call that something that I find with Super Troopers. I think with Super Troopers, it's, you know, fun, and it's totally okay with being fun. Um, and 6 out of 10, perfectly entertaining. Don't let that fool you. It's not a, a score of D or anything. It, it is what it is. It's entertaining. Uh, next up, we're looking at the specialty category. What the specialty category is, is five questions that I wanted to see or I expected to see from this movie before I saw it. So I wrote down five things. And this is how it is for every movie that I watch. Because you can't put every movie under the same questions. Everything has its own. So with Super Troopers, the first question that I asked, is it funny? Obviously. It's a comedy. So did I laugh? Yeah. I mean, it, it certainly has a very um, particular humor that it uses. Not exactly what I imagine it to be, but it, what it has is actually very strong and it works very well for what it's going for. So as far as comedy, I will say 10 out of 10 possible stars on that. Next up, I expect this to be a classic. And as I mentioned earlier, it definitely, feel, definitely feels like it immediately became a classic after it came out. I can't speak 
Exactly, because I, I wasn't there. I never saw it in 2001, but I feel like if I had, I would have thought, mm, instant classic, because it just has that feel. It has that timeless feel. Uh, it, it feels older than it is because it is classic. So I'm going to say 10 out of 10 possible stars for that. Now, um, the next thing that I wanted to know was kind of part two of comedy. The first one was, did it make me laugh? But the second one was, I expect this to be stupid humor. I expected this to be dumb and dumber. You know, I expect it to be something along those lines. And as I said before, it actually surprised me in the way that it's not. While it does have dumb humor, stupid humor, it's stupid humor in a way that makes sense and is kind of grounded in a way where you could see actual people doing this. Uh, not so much that's cartoony or characterized as I expected it to be. And because of that, I was a little surprised, and I wanted more stupid humor than I actually got. So I'm actually going to give this half points and say 5 out of 10 possible stars. The fourth question that I noticed, I mean, this is a cop film talking about a specific case. So let's talk about that case. Let's talk about that mystery. Is it a compelling story? I went over this a little bit before when it came down to sucking the audience in for the actual entertainment category. Um, it's not a super compelling case. It's not a super compelling story. It's not super original. It's just... It's something that is a placeholder for the film to progress. And because it has such strong characters and humor and an overall feeling of classicness, it doesn't need to have the best mystery, but you do notice here and there that I think years from now, when you're thinking back to the movie, you'll remember the humor and you'll remember the atmosphere, but one thing you might not remember is the actual case. So for that, I will give it half points and say 5 out of 10 possible stars as well. Halfway decent, this is something I always ask of all the movies. Did they make the movie that they intended to make, or did they fail somewhere along the way? I think they went above and beyond. I think they created a cult classic that will be revisited for years to come, which is probably more than they would have ever imagined it would have of Ben in 2001. So did they make the movie that they intended to make? Was it halfway decent? Absolutely. 10 out of 10 possible stars for that. Now if we add up all those points together, we get our 77 out of 100 possible star rating. 77%. Guys, tell me what you thought of Super Troopers and for the podcast, you know that if you like this, you can subscribe to me, you can review me, and rate me, and all those fancy-dancy little things. But until next time, peace out.